Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And today we're going to discuss a new film starring Julianne Moore. All right, so yeah, Julianne Moore does play Gloria of Gloria Bell. <laughs> um, so she is a divorced uh, middle-aged woman um, with two grown kids who have um, you know, moved out and have their own lives. And this is just kind of a, a simple story about how she's living her life, trying to find happiness. Um, one way she tries to do that is by going out frequently to dance clubs. Um, and so we see her in the clubs looking for love, and things unfold from there um, in a very deliberate manner, but in a very, I think, ultimately interesting interesting film. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Yeah. So it's interesting you say she's looking for love, because I am wondering if she is particularly looking for anything other than just to experience herself mm. and enjoy mm-hmm. the dance music that she likes to, to dance to. But yeah. it could, that, you know, that's, I think that's one of the interesting aspects of the movie. But as I was watching this, um, it occurred to me after a certain point that this movie doesn't, I won't say that it doesn't have a plot, but it doesn't follow the typical story structure that we mm-hmm. see in a lot of movies. And I actually, I say that uh, as a positive mm-hmm. um, because it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel totally unformed. I mean, it does have things that happen and things that, you know, do advance uh, as the movie progresses. But, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have your typical beginning, middle, and end that a lot of you know movies or stories do. And I, and I think that works in its favor. It's just us experiencing her life um, as, as she goes through it, mm-hmm. um, the good and the bad, um, and it's 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 a window into this this woman's life, and I I I enjoyed it. It's yeah. a slow it's a slow movie, um, so know that before you know you, you watch it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can see how it might not be everyone's cup of tea. Um, it does have very little in the way of plot, but you yeah you. She is such a good actress, Julianne Moore, and I think this movie is kind of a showcase for her. She, the, the character is not... There's not a lot of dramatic things. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of living a... You know, she's an every woman's life. and But she makes it interesting, and she draws us in, and there are a lot of little details that, um, um, you know, keep our interest. So... If it weren't for... This is a movie, I think, that really hinges on the performances. Mm-hmm. And she delivers. The other people in the movie deliver as well. Um, there's a lot of good good performances here. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if you're prepared, I think, for what you're going to see and you're open to it, um, it's definitely worth, worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks great. Oh yeah. Um, the cinematography is really good. Is it set in LA? Is that where she's at? I California somewhere I think. Yeah, somewhere in California. And then there are scenes in Vegas that are pretty pretty great. Yeah. Um, Natasha Breyer, if I'm pronouncing that name correctly, she is the cinematographer for this movie. And yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It looks great. It looks really good. Um, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It has some good actors in this. You know, Julianne Moore obviously plays you know Gloria. Um, 
Rita Wilson plays a friend of her, like her friend, her best yeah. friend, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I, I recognized her, but it wasn't until after we got home afterwards that mm-hmm. I looked her up and it was, you know, Tom Hanks' wife, mm-hmm. uh, who's an actress in her own right, but I'm just not as used to seeing her. Um, and she's good in this. Michael Sarah, the woefully underutilized <laughs> Michael Sarah, is right. in this. He plays Julianne Moore's son. Um, and then uh, John Turturro is in this, and he he's in it um, nearly as much as Julianne Moore. Yeah. I mean, he plays sort of like her love interest. And, you know, um, full disclosure, I'm not a huge John Turturro fan. Um, something, I don't know, something about him. But <laughs> he's a good actor, I will give him that. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like, uh, there's a, a movie that he directed that was shown at Ebert Fest one year called uh, Romance and Cigarettes mm-hmm. that I thought that was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. But um, he's a little weird in this movie. Um, well, character. That's, yeah, that's putting it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, really good turns here from, from many actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's... It's it's interesting. We don't see, uh, although we see more of them, but we don't see very many movies that one are star women and that two you know focus on uh, middle aged women. Right. Um, but this one you know does those things, and I think it does it well. Now, something that we kind of discussed after we saw it that is of interest to me, maybe nobody else, but um, this was um, written and directed. Um, well. Partly written and directed by a man, Sebastian Lelio, mm-hmm. if I'm pronouncing that name correctly. He's mm-hmm. Chilean, I think. And this is uh, actually a, a, an English adaptation of uh, his movie that he did like, six years ago called, called Gloria. Mm-hmm. So it's just a retelling of that uh, for you know, English audiences. Mm-hmm. And I wondered as we were watching this movie, because before we watched it, I didn't know that. I just kind of, this is sort of a movie we saw because you were wanting to see it. Um, and so after we saw it, I, 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 was, I looked this up because I counted no less than three sex scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. And during each of them, you see Julianne Moore almost completely fully naked. You especially see her, her breasts, you know, her upper body completely exposed. And n- let me make it clear. I do not care to see John Turturro naked. <laughs> However... I do notice when, you know, it's a love scene or, or something like that and the woman is fully exposed or almost fully exposed and then we don't see anything of that nature with the man. Mm-hmm. I'm always wondering, like, so who directed this? Mm-hmm. You know, was it a man or was it a woman? Um, it was a man. I don't know whether that had anything to do with it. And Julianne Moore is a, a high, you know, high-powered enough actress that I'm sure if she didn't want to do that type of scene mm-hmm. that she would have the veto power there right. um, making that assumption but I just found that interesting and so yeah I don't know what your thoughts are on that but. yeah you always wonder if it's you know what they call the male gaze I guess at play here mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know I, I guess I'm of the school there's to me there's nothing wrong with nudity um, as long as everyone's on board with it and it's not you know done in a, in a way that's exploitative. Um, and I, I thought these were, you know, these, these were kind of just kind of tender, intimate moments. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I have to assume that Julianne Moore was completely on board with it and willing to do this. She's, this isn't the first time she's been nude in a movie. Oh. Um, so I, I just think she's a, she's an actress who's, who's open for it. And, yeah. you know, it didn't bother me. Um, other than I, I feel like you don't see it so much anymore like it used to be fairly common to see 
naked breasts in a movie. <laughs> I don't know. And you just don't see it a lot. So it, it always like, oh, <laughs> it always takes me back for a minute. But I, I don't have anything against it, yeah. per se. Um, I should say, too, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to come across prudish. I mean, I don't have anything against nudity in film either. I, again, it just stood out to me that it's just, we're just seeing it for, for one of the participants and not the other. Well, and, and there always has been that double standard, which I don't agree with. I mean, <laughs> the old, uh, what is it, the, the, the bed sheet scenario. In a movie after man and a woman make love, and there's like an overhead shot of them, you know, the, mm-hmm. the bed sheets, um, the way it's the way it's slanted sometimes covers up more than one person or the other. So yeah, that's well. And the rating system is biased against male nudity. Oh yeah. I mean, if John Turturro, God forbid, had been it had been <laughs> nude in this movie, then it probably would have you know not even had an R rating. It would have been mm-hmm. NC seventeen if they still give those or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I did find that interesting. But this movie too has um, you know we talk about it. It is slow, but not boring. It's no. it's a, a word we haven't used on the show in a while, but it, it's it's deliberate. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, it also has some very, I feel like, very real scenes or scenes that reminded me of real life that I think a lot of people could relate to, like mm. where you know, let's say two people are dating and then you introduce you know your significant other at the time to your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has like one of those scenes, yeah. and it doesn't. It doesn't. I should say it doesn't play it broadly or for laughs or anything, uh, which a lot of movies sometimes do. I mean, right. this is not a meet the parents or meet the Fockers or whatever kind of thing, <laughs> but it's it's done in such a realistic way, um, especially in a sense where, like in this case, like it's a it's a mature family, so like, mm-hmm. it's already been relationships here, and there's you know now there's bringing in somebody new. That the way it is done, I mean it it you know I felt very relatable to 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 some of that, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure many people viewing it probably would, and mm-hmm. I thought it was just done really well. Yeah, some cringe-inducing moments with it, but in a good way, I think. Sure. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I, I wanted to point out too that I really liked the the soundtrack mm-hmm. of this film. So there's a lot of great kind of retro disco music at the club where she goes to. Um, And then there's the cheesy 80s adult contemporary music that she listens to in the car. I could totally relate to that because she too sings along out of key, just like I do. So those moments were were a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, And I think you even mentioned this after we left the movie, but the score. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the score is very Which is not omnipresent, you know, through in every scene but when mm-hmm. it does come in it comes in at just the right moments yeah and it's and, and it's good it's, it's kind good. of this synthy light synthy thing mm-hmm. i really liked it matthew herbert is this composer or the score in this movie and yeah it's really just spot on yeah yeah so yeah um so what would you give this out of 10 um i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Oh, okay so I'm giving it a seven and a half. So our score is a seven point eight. It is on the tomato meter um, with a certified fresh ninety one percent. And I'm hesitant nowadays to tell the audience score for mm-hmm. movies because there's been so many, you know, weird attacks on the tomato meter audience mm-hmm. scores that I think you know kind of render it meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will mention it for this because I think this is probably legitimate here. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the critic score is ninety one percent. The audience score for this movie is forty. Yeah, and I think. I can very well see people watching this movie and not liking it. Yeah. And I don't I don't think it's for everybody. Right. Yeah, um, that's what I meant by, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's going to, yeah, if you're not open to this kind of mm-hmm. deliberate 
um, <laughs> kind of um, movie that doesn't have a lot of plot, just mm-hmm. more of a, an examination of a life. Mm-hmm. Um, this probably isn't your movie. No. But. Well, no. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> so our score is 7.8. Um, we recommend it. You know, it's... It's certainly one that if you don't catch it at the theaters, because it's not out a lot of places. You know, we had we saw it in uh, St. Louis. Um, no, we saw it here in town. I we did. But... It's the other movie we're going to talk about that we saw in St. Louis. <laughs> but uh, it's it's uh, it's certainly one that I think you know if you catch it on streaming or something, mm-hmm. um, that would be fine too. Yeah, yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.